John chapter 6. Okay, John chapter 6, starting at verse 1. Sometime after this, Jesus crossed to the far shore of the Sea of Galilee, that is, the Sea of Tiberias, and a great crowd of people followed him because they saw the miraculous signs he had performed on the sick. Then Jesus went up on a mountainside and sat down with his disciples. The Jewish Passover feast was near. When Jesus looked up and saw a great crowd coming towards him, he said to Philip, where should we buy bread for these people to eat? He asked this only to test him, for he already had in mind what he was going to do. Philip answered him, eight months' wages would not buy enough bread for each one to have a bite. Another of his disciples, Andrew, Simon Peter's brother, spoke up. Here's a boy with five small barley loaves and two small fish, but how far will they go among so many? Jesus said, make the people sit down. There was plenty of grass in that place, and the men sat down, about 5,000 of them. Jesus then took the loaves, gave thanks, and distributed to those who were seated as much as they wanted. He did the same with the fish. When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. So they gathered them and filled 12 baskets with the pieces of five barley loaves left over by those who had eaten. This is the word of the Lord. All right. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. It's family service. What could possibly happen or go wrong? Um, welcome. Well, my name is Ollie Benyon. I'm the associate vicar here, and um, uh, my role here is to oversee kind of adult ministry within the church. So uh, it's great to see so many f- new faces, and do come and say hello at the end. It'd be lovely to 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 meet you. Um, though I go on holiday this afternoon. Very exciting. <laughs> So I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Um, wonderful. I'm really excited about looking at the feeding of the 5,000. It's my favorite story. And uh, it is the only miracle that is in all four Gospels. Actually, there's one other. Does anyone else remember what the other one is? The resurrection. Well done, Stuart Browning. Yes. Finger on the pulse. He, he knows his stuff. Wonderful. I think he told me that one anyway. Um, what we're going to do now, Jana read it beautifully, but we, I thought we would reenact it a little bit with four children. So I've given four children little scripts. Do you want to come forward, small people? And um, you may have noticed they were all boy parts, but we are just throwing that out, and we're going for all girls. Okay, so um, I'm going to give you, we've got our people. Let's get them in order. So uh, we've got, uh, geez, who's Andrew? All right, there you go. Put that on your head. Turn around. Who's a child? We're going for child instead of boy. Okay, just go with it. Go at the end, over there. You go at the front over here, Emily. Come on. Who's Jesus? Well done. Well done. (laughs) Such a vicar's daughter. Well done. And Philip. Oh, there you are. Wonderful. Great. Do you guys want to go a little bit further forward? Because then your microphones won't be able to hear you. You want to get this. Should have prepped this, yeah. All right, brilliant. Okay, folks, are we ready? This is going to be incredible. Okay, 
Now the news about Jesus had spread across the region and because Jesus had done many incredible things, lots of miracles, and a large crowd began to follow him. Now Jesus crossed a large lake and guess what? The crowd probably ran around on foot to follow him. Then what did Jesus do? He went up a mountain and guess what happened next? The crowd followed him up the mountain too. Jesus, the problem was they had traveled a long way and they would have been hungry yeah, really hungry. There was, there was no shops around, no internet, no delivery. What did they do? What did they do? Well, Jesus realized that his, uh, the people were hungry. So he, he said to Jesus, one of his disciples, what does he say? Well, Philip, where are we going to buy all this bread for all these hungry people to eat? Brilliant. And he said this to test Philip because he already knew what he was going to do. And then... Philip looked a little bit surprised. Look a bit surprised, Philip. Ooh, that's a good surprise look. <laughs> and uh, what are you going to say, Philip, to that? You can't be serious. If someone worked for six whole months and kept the money to buy bread, even that amount of bread couldn't feed all these people. Brilliant. Wow. Uh, and, but wait a second. You know, G Jesus, uh, there, there, there is a little boy, and uh, Andrew's found the little boy, and he goes up to the child and brings him to Jesus, and he says this to Jesus. What does Andrew say? Go. Relax. Jesus gave child here who... Jesus, I've got a child. Jesus, I've got a child who got a little bit of food, nothing special. Gives loaves, just five loaves of bread, like bread rolls, and two fish, but won't go far with so many hungry mouths to feed. Brilliant. Brilliant. That was a lot. Brilliant. Now, crowd, this is you are the crowd. I haven't told you. You are part of this play. This is your moment. You need to stand up. Yeah, everyone stand up. Now, well, your best acting skills look hungry. <laughs> all right, all right. And Jesus, what's you got to say next? Big and loud. Tell the crowd to sit down. Do it again. <laughs> sit down, Tell crowd. crowd yeah, all right, you've been told to sit down. Wonderful. And, and imagine now you're sitting on soft green grass. It says there's lots of grass in the past. There's lots of green grass. We haven't seen green grass recently, but it's coming back, folks. Very exciting. You're sitting on soft green grass. And uh, now Jesus goes to take the food from the child. Do you want to go and take the food from the child? But what, what's happened? Whoa, whoa, look, in, in the microphone, what are you going to say? Hang on a second, Jesus. Andrew's right. There's not enough food to feed all of these people. Bye-bye, I'm off. <laughs> wow, didn't even look at your lines. It's almost like you made that up. Wow, never work with small children or animals. Um, well, that's, uh, that's unfortunate. It looks like we're all going to go hungry. Never mind, that's it, folks. We'll just have to go home hungry. Yeah. What are you going to do? Just kidding, Jesus. There you go. Oh, brilliant. Go on, what are you going to say? Thanks very much, little boy. You had to add the little boy bit in, didn't you? All right. Well, Jesus gave thanks to God for the food, and then something amazing happened. He started to give it out to all the boys and girls, the mums and dads, and all the people who came to visit Jesus, and everyone had as much to eat as they liked, and there was 12 baskets left over. Wonderful. Why don't you give a little, uh, little bow? 
and a round of applause. You may go and sit down. Now. I've always wondered, folks, what it would have been like to have been there and to have witnessed Jesus do this incredible miracle. Um, I don't know if you've ever had that. Imagine, you know, what, what, what would that have been like? Wouldn't that have been amazing? To see the faces of people as Jesus gave thanks for the bread and the fish and he started giving it out and people kept taking it and it kept coming and it kept coming. Now, would it be pretty cool to see that happen? Would it be pretty cool, any boys and girls, to see that happen today? Would that be pretty cool to see the feeding of 5,000? Not that much enthusiasm there. <laughs> it would be pretty cool. So some of you noticed that um, I am not Jesus. And, um, and though I believe in miracles, and I've actually even seen or heard of a story of the miraculous provision of food, even in the, H in the student ministry here. So we know these things happen, but I, I didn't want to risk it at this moment uh, to, to uh, try and attempt to do a miracle, so I thought I would do something slightly different to demonstrate what might have happened. Now, we're going to try and do a somewhat less miraculous reenactment of this moment. Now, we've got our little bread, we've got our fish, oh, we've got a oh, nice bread roll, well done, half a fish finger. Okay, so Jesus, he would have given thanks, he would have put it back in his, in his basket, and then what would happen? He would start putting his hand in and he'd bring out bread, wouldn't he? He'd bring out bread and he'd keep bringing out bread and he'd keep bringing out bread and more and more bread would come out and in the end he'd need probably get a, a bucket to start putting the bread in and he'd keep coming, keep coming. Oh crumbs, the bread kept coming out of this. How would this, oh, I need another bucket. I need another bucket. Oh, I'll just put that in there. And he would keep coming. What's going on? And it just kept coming. Like, did this it, like, ever end? And what's this? Oh, it's even gluten-free bread. How amazing is that? What are the chances of that? He kept coming. He's thinking about everybody here. What else do we, what else do we got here? Uh, oh, 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 crumbs. Why is that? I don't know. I don't know what we got. That probably didn't happen, but we'll just go with it. Um, what else? What else we got? Uh, ooh, crumb. Oh, crumb. Oh, fish. Look at that. But if, that's fish fingers, folks. Now beautifully cooked. And uh, you need, uh, what do you need with fish fingers? You probably need a bit of ketchup. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. So, wouldn't that be an extraordinary? And then suddenly he brought out all this food and it was distributed around to all those people. Now, Jesus, he performed a miracle, didn't he? That was not, folks, a miracle. That was just me being a little bit silly. But it started with one person, one little child bringing the little that they had. And it's interesting to think, what might have happened if that child hadn't come along and brought what they had? If they thought, just like Annabelle did earlier, actually, this isn't worth it, I'm going to go and sit down. Well, or if Andrew, he hadn't thought it was worth even saying there was a little child here with food and hadn't even brought that to Jesus' attention. Now, sometimes we can think we don't have much to offer. And, um, and to be honest, often we don't. When, with God, we only have a little things to offer, don't we? But God loves it when we bring the little things that we have to him. And we say to him, here you are, Jesus. This is everything that I've got. It's all for you. And when we put things in Jesus' hands, 
the impossible can happen. In fact, St. Paul wrote in Ephesians 3, God can do anything, you know, far more than you can ever imagine or guess or request in your wildest dreams. And since that day, the followers of Jesus have uh, discovered that when they come to Jesus and they give the little things they have, they put those into Jesus' hands, uh, God, he does remarkable things, far more than they could possibly um, ever imagined. Now, who can tell me what kind of things that we can, we can give to Jesus? You know, the little boy gave his food to Jesus. What other things do you think we can give to Jesus? Oh, go on then. Um, we can give him love. We can give him love. That is a great answer. And I didn't even give you that one. Yeah, what other things can we give to Jesus? Faith. We can give him our faith. So, yeah, there's another one. Other things? Well, you are a children's worker. You must know the answer to this question. Uh, what other things? Our hearts. We can give our hearts, yes. Lots of nice, kind of slightly abstract things, but anything more practical that we can give to Stuart Browning? What, what kind of things, practical things, can we give to Jesus? Our money. We can look at that. What a vicar. <laughs> money. Yes, brilliant. Yes, we, we can give our money. Any other things? Linda? Oh, say that. Time. 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 Go on, time is a good one. Uh, talents. Time and talents. Brilliant. There's so many different things we can give. Time is our most precious resource, isn't it? To give that to, to, to Jesus. And our talents and maybe our energy. There's some people with lots of energy here. And we can give that to Jesus by maybe spending time visiting people or, or doing lots of different things for Jesus in that way. So let's be encouraged today by the little boy who offered his bread and his fishes to Jesus. And to offer him and say, actually, Jesus, I'm going to bring the little things that I have to offer. And I'm going to bring that to you because that's what I've got to give you today. And that maybe be it our time or our energy, be our money or our resources, our, our kind words or our prayers. And trust that Jesus, in Jesus' hands, what we offer can be used in the most wonderful and the most incredible way to be the blessing uh, for the blessing of others. So what we're going to do now as we come to the end of this part is we're going to um, take communion together. And this is another occasion where Jesus took bread and he broke it and he gave thanks to God and he gave it to his disciples for them to remember what Jesus did for each of them. And we do this as a reminder that whatever we give to Jesus, however costly it may seem, it, it, it might seem it is, you know, for that little boy, it it was quite costly to give up his lunch. He didn't know he was going to get anything back in return. But however costly it may be, out of love, Jesus took the ultimate cost. He went to the cross so that we could know him forever. So everyone who knows and loves the Lord is most welcome to come to the Lord's uh, table today and receive bread and wine. And we welcome families to come with their parents so we can pray a blessing over the children who come up today as well. So why don't we um, stand up and we're going to um, have the time of peace. This is the time when we say hello to each other and welcome one another. So... The answer to this is, and also with you. The peace of the Lord be always with you. Now let's share the peace with one another. Let me turn around and say hello to one another. Can you help me with that? I'm going to bring.
consider. Yeah. We're not doing it. We're going to take. I'm going to take the words um, from 1 Corinthians 11, which is the earliest account of uh, communion in the new church in the in the in the New Testament church. The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, he took bread, and when he given thanks, he broke it and said, "This is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me." In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. For whenever you drink and eat this, um, dr- uh, whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. So draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ which was given for you and his blood which was shed for you. Eat and drink in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on him in your hearts by faith and with thanksgiving. Amen. I'm just going to ask those who are distributing uh, communion to, to come forward. The rest of you can take a seat and we will, the our supervisors will bring you forward.